This is the Heal from Toxic Relationships podcast with me, Dr. Sarah, empowering you to heal from painful relationships to rediscover your self-worth and confidence because you are ready to be the best version of yourself. If you have experienced a trauma-bonded relationship, chances are you would have come across somebody, the, the abuser in the relationship, who has got something called a dark triad personality trait. Now, the dark triad is very rarely spoken about, so I would thought that I would use this opportunity and this space to really talk about what is the dark triad to help you become more aware of the signs, the difficult personality traits that you might come across when somebody is being really abusive towards you within the relationship, but also it'll explain why it is you found it so difficult to leave. But the dark triad is the thing that's going to get you and it is the thing that is actually most painful within the trauma-bonded relationship. It is actually that part of the abuser who really gets under your skin and it almost feels like they have a hold over you that you just cannot let go of. So what is the dark triad? Well, ultimately it is based on three personality traits. The first one is narcissism. Narcissism gets battered about a lot on social media these days, so you probably have some sort of idea of it, but ultimately it is based on that trait whereby you express yourself as being better than other people. It's almost like this self-inflated sense of worth that actually you're better than other people, you are superior to them, however way, shape or form. And so other people are inferior to you. But also within narcissism, I just want to point out that actually people who are truly narcissistic also have a really fragile and really vulnerable sense of self under the surface. But they try to protect that vulnerability as much as possible by inflating them sense of self. So that's the first bit of the triad. Second bit of the triad is actually Machiavellianism. And so what does that mean? Well, if you're aware of the political individual Machiavelli, it is very much based on that personality trait of manipulation. And so actually what happens is, is that that person has a good sense of empathy, but not in a good way, not in the way that you would hope. But actually they can empathize in the sense that they understand your situation, they understand where it is that you're coming from. But they use that to their advantage and your disadvantage. So ultimately what happens is, is that they hook you in because they can empathize with your situation. They get what's going on for you. But at the same time, they end up manipulating you. And so that's where you see the gaslighting. That's when you see the manipulation. That's when you see the coercion. And you don't really understand why it is that you're being forced into some situations with your partner, but you end up going along with it. And part of the reason why you go along with it is because of that Machiavellianism trait. Even though you may have identified yourself as pretty strong-willed beforehand, or you actually knew what it was that you wanted before this particular relationship, but it ended up just really, really screwing you over. And now the third trait of the triad is psychopathy. Now, psychopathy is ultimately the opposite, actually, is the lack of empathy. But it's the lack of empathy in the sense of the lack of emotional regard. So it's different to cognitive empathy versus emotional empathy. So cognitive empathy is where you are involved within the Machiavellianism. So logically, they can understand where it is that you're coming from. 
that emotional empathy, the psychopathy trait, they don't really care about where you are emotionally. They are not emotionally connected in the same way, even though cognitively and logically they understand where it is that you're coming from. And so that actually heightens the dark empathy that actually heightens their ability to understand where it is that you're coming from, but then also to manipulate that, unfortunately, to their advantage and your disadvantage. So how is it that you get hooked into these dynamics? Well, for somebody who is vulnerable, somebody who comes into a relationship quite innocently and they are just looking to be loved, they are looking for somebody to wow them, to woo them off their feet. What happens with somebody when they're, when they're faced with a dark triad individual is that the dark triad, because of the narcissism, they present themselves as being really, really great, that they're really dapper, that they've got everything going on. And actually, it feels pretty attractive. But also, with regards to the Machiavellianism, they show that level of cognitive empathy. So they're able to understand your situation. They're able to understand your position. And initially it feels really good because all of a sudden you as somebody who's a highly sensitive person you are met with somebody who finally sees you who finally understands where you're coming from but you don't see that they could potentially manipulate you you don't see that they could potentially hurt you in some way further down the line but what you see in that moment is that they understand you and again that is incredibly attractive as well and so when you meet this individual, the person with the dark triad, they are very attractive and they hook you in in so many ways. They hook you in because they present themselves as being grandiose and, and that they're actually better, but they also pull you up with them in that moment. They put you up on a pedestal and they also show a lot of empathy and, and regard for where it is that you're coming from, even though later on it is manipulated. But in that moment, that's when the love bombing starts, right? So that's when you feel as though you're on top of the world because all of a sudden this person really shows so much interest in you. They show so much affection in you and they really pay a lot of attention to you. And so you're put on top of the world. You are being love bombed. And you know what? Love bombing feels pretty good. Even though there's there's a lot of debate in society and on social media in terms of is loving, love bombing good or not. But the truth is, is that, yeah, it does feel really good because if you're having such a good time with somebody, if they're showing you so much attention, so much love, so much affection, they're taking you away on holiday, they're putting you up on a pedestal, why would that not feel good, right? It's only the stuff afterwards. It's the manipulation afterwards. It's the coercion afterwards. It's the abuse afterwards. It's the criticism, it's all of that judgment that comes along afterwards that makes the love bombing really toxic. Because what happens for you as an empath, for you, somebody who is going into that relationship, is that you are hoping, you are praying that you are going to experience that love again. And so you tolerate the manipulation, you tolerate the coercion, you tolerate the criticism, and you kind of accept it. And then you start self blaming, you start self gaslighting simply so that you can get back to that position when you were love-bombed previously. So how does this dark triad even yeah, transpire within these sorts of relationships? Like, How does it keep these sorts of relationships ongoing? Well, partly it's to do with the highs and the lows that you experience in a, tra in a trauma bond relationship. So they show you that high, they show you the love bombing, but at the same time, they pull you down. 
And the reason why they pull you down is because if they're going to be up, if they're going to be inflating themselves up, somebody has to be lower than them and you're the ideal choice to be lower than them. And so the manipulation is based on achieving a control imbalance, a hierarchy imbalance, where they are on top of the hierarchy, which ultimately means that you have to be lower down on the hierarchy. It is never possible for both of you to share control within a relationship because actually that would not satisfy their needs. If anything, that would go against what it is that they're needing and what it is that they're wanting. So all of this manipulation comes from a place of them wanting to prove themselves. And if we were to really dig into it, it's really to do with their fragile sense of ego and it's really to do with their inability to truly love themselves due to potentially their historical experiences or historical traumas or whatever else that might be going on for them. But the thing is, is that the impact is very real. And so even when I'm saying things like, well, you know, they might have a dark triad trait because they're struggling in terms of their ego or their sense of self-worth or whatever else it might be, it is absolutely not an excuse and not a reason for them to be treating other people in that way or to hook you into a trauma-bonded relationship and really cause that trauma and that damage and distress to yourself. So why is it hard to leave? Well, it's really hard to leave, interestingly, because the way that the triad operate, the way that the three different personality traits operate, cause a lot of conflict and a lot of confusion to you who's actually looking at that person. And so as somebody who's in the relationship with someone who's got the dark triad personality traits, it is really hard for you to figure out what's actually going on. So here are how the three things come about. So with the Machiavellianism trait, whenever they're wanting to end a relationship or if they're not feeling so comfortable within a relationship, they go through the path of avoidance. So basically what they do is, is that they withdraw contact. They stop contacting you. They stop messaging you. They don't say, I love you anymore. They're just very withdrawn and very closed off. And so you as the person who's in the relationship, you're seeing your partner as being withdrawn. And so then you start getting really anxious and you start really worrying, what is going on here? Do they not like me? Have I upset them in some way? Is there something fundamentally wrong with us, with me? And so you're filled with a lot of doubt. But then that's when the narcissism element of the dark triad kick in. And so the narcissism side actually promotes confrontation and actually promotes harsh confrontation. And so what happens in that moment is because the narcissist trait in that individual feels very self-entitled, what they do is, is that they present with this image of being better than and being better than you more specifically. And so they would say, well, I've done X, Y, and Z. I can use all of the things that I did during the love bombing phase as evidence, as ammunition, as, oh, well, yeah, well, ammunition, ultimately, I can use that as ammunition to make you feel bad and to make you do things more because actually I feel like you've not provided enough for this relationship. And so I've given enough and you've not. And so the narcissistic trait leads to a lot of confrontation. So you, as the receiving end of this, 
you end up seeing your partner who's either very withdrawn and very avoidant, or all of a sudden when you ask them, hey, what's going on, they become very confrontational and they say, you have not done enough for me. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you end up doing? You being highly anxious anyway, or you being an empath anyway, you being somebody who wants to make sure that other people are okay, because you might either have an anxious attachment style or you might be a highly sensitive person or highly empathic person. If that is shown to you, then you are going to want to be, you're going to be pulled in into wanting to help that person, into wanting to be better. You are going to be taking those criticisms on board. And even if your partner is gaslighting you in those moments, you are going to want to improve yourself. And so you end up holding a lot of guilt that's, by the way, false guilt, but you end up assuming so much guilt and you want to improve yourself. You want to make sure that everything is okay. And so you try to justify it to your partner. And so rather than you leaving, because what you're seeing is somebody who's very withdrawn or somebody who's criticizing you, you actually stay and you get hooked in because you want them to approve of you. You want the love bombing phase again but also you're wanting to avoid that criticism that the narcissistic trait shows you but also you're wanting to have open communication which is what the cognitive empathy trait within the Machiavellianism presented to you before. So you are seeing avoidance, you are seeing a lot of co um, confrontational but the other point as well that you end up seeing is harsh brutality and that is where the psychopathy trait comes in and so ultimately your partner may be hurting you and making very hurtful very painful comments and you can't understand why you really don't understand where it's coming from but at the same time because you're already in a heightened state of anxiety you just kind of take it on board you don't really question it too much or you may have started to question it at the very start of the relationship but after a while, you just stop questioning it. You kind of resign to this. And the more that they criticize you, the more it chips away at your personality, the more it chips away at your identity, but the more it chips away at your sense of self-worth. And so you ultimately feel terrible about yourself. You don't know what to do. You just feel absolutely awful and your self-worth is rock bottom. And so with this, you end up with more anxiety, you end up with a higher sense of depression, lower mood. And all of this ultimately drives your behaviors to try and be good enough to try and please your partner, to try and make them approve of you, for them to validate you, for seeing you as being good enough just the way that you are. And so this is where you end up getting hooked in. And you get hooked in because the triad, the dark triad personality trait, really show you a different side to that individual every single day of the week. <laughs> in fact, many, many times every single day that you're with them. And you are left in a pure state of confusion. And so your subconscious mind, your subconscious body really doesn't know whether it's coming or going. And so you just remain hooked into this relationship for the very hope that things will improve, that things will get better, that you will get better. And so you end up assuming responsibility 
falsely in order to please this other person who's in front of you. And you do that because at the very start, you've experienced that manipulation. You have been manipulated into trusting that person, into depending on this person, into seeing that this person loves you so much that nobody else could ever love you as much as them. And so you are just hoping and praying to get all of that back again. And so why would you not want to be with that person? It becomes very difficult to let go. And so I would really urge you to take a step back and really consider the relationships that you've been in and really consider if you've witnessed these three different traits and if they've come about in different ways within your partner or even if you're doing this, if you're watching this, hearing this with regards to self-development in terms of your traits, I would really recommend you taking a step back and really considering where do those three traits come in and also what is it that enabled me to be so attracted to these three traits? What is it that enabled me to want to continuously remain in this relationship and to try and improve myself, to try and better myself, to try and do whatever it is to make myself feel valid enough, to make myself feel worthy enough to this individual who is actually neglecting me, they're avoiding me, or they were being very confrontational, or they were criticizing me, or they were manipulating me, or gaslighting me, and then kind of going around back in a loop with those factors. What is it in me that allowed me to be open to that, but also that made me want to be in that space? And so the more that we can really understand ourselves, the more power that we would have over this. Because the thing is, is that other people, unfortunately, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Some people are great. Some people are not so great. And so some people end up hurting us. And unfortunately, we do not have the ability to control other people, what they do or don't do. The only thing that we really have control over is ourselves. And so the way that we start by having control over ourselves, true control over ourselves, is really to understand what is it about me that got me so attracted to this person, that got me really hooked into this person. And as opposed to taking a step back and seeing the evidence as what it is, the evidence being sometimes they're avoidant, sometimes they're critical, sometimes they're confrontational. What do I want to do here? As opposed to seeing the evidence, really considering what is it inside of me that's been evoked to not see the evidence as what it is, to see it in a light that suggested I have to do better. Because chances are it relates to historical traumas and chances are it relates to inner child wounds and an abandonment wound. So that wound, that fear that you are going to be left behind, that you are going to be rejected if you reject somebody, if you don't say yes to somebody, if you're not constantly pleasing somebody else, if you're not constantly trying to make sure that everybody else is happy around you. And so once you are able to heal those traumas and once you're able to clear up those traumas, that's the pivotal point. That's the point when you then start to open yourself up to having expectations and relationships, to knowing what it is that you want and actually being able to see 
what it is that that person is presenting you with, being able to see these personality traits clearly for what they are, as opposed to what it evokes inside of you. And so I really hope that this has been a helpful talk. And as always, if you ever want to get in touch, please feel free. You can find me on Instagram at dr.sarahalsawi or on my website at healtraumabombs.com. And until next time, take care.